0: Count money man. money, man, stack riches. riches. Try, try, and told, try and told him I'm a beast, bud. What's up, gang? What's up, Welcome gang, to, the to the Grindcast. Simon, Simon is here. here. Get ready, it's, Get a ready
1: it's a new day. What's up, gang? Welcome back to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready, it's a new day. Uh, we have Steve Dell uh, with us today. So uh, what I want to do is open up and tell you uh, Steve is one of our top leaders uh... in the in the business uh... in our main business that we run the insurance in the industry um, i met steve uh... I, I, I just say it was the grace of god i met steve uh... at a local restaurant upstairs for those those of you pittsburgh folks uh, i met steve and nicole mm-hmm. uh... at the top of monterey bay overlooking the city of pittsburgh and uh, we will explain a little bit more about that later uh... steve was a former uh, Division one football player uh, at the University of Pittsburgh, uh, also was a former uh, Division one football coach, yeah. uh, director of player personnel, uh, things of that nature. So the majority of his life has been either sports, uh, coaching sports, or now playing in business, which we like to call business athletes. Uh, in a short uh, period of time, in in less than 14 months. Uh, he's started from the bottom. Now he's here and uh, dominating uh, all over the country. Uh, so what I wanted to do is is get a chance to introduce some of you guys to the wisdom of, of Steve Dell, how he's been able to do what, what he's done. Uh, but I, I just want to start off first with, uh, with Steve. Some of this I may not even know, mm-hmm. uh, but maybe walk us through. Uh, where you from? You know when you started uh, playing sports as a yeah. kid. A little bit of yeah. of your upbringing, uh, upbringing, and give us the whole background. Bring us up to the Monterey yeah. come,
0: Bay. Come on, come on. Uh, I tell you what. Thank you for obviously having me on the grind, the grindcast. Um, uh, this is a, a great opportunity, but uh, just just happy to be here, uh, be able to explain my story. But. Be able to just be able to move in a direction with you at the same pace and keep going and, and keep on moving. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, just a little, just a little help and some sto- a little story about me. Um, grew up in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, you know, uh, m- my dad was a professional boxer. Uh, he was in the Air Force, kind of, kind of moved into the special services and 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 so kind of traveled a little bit. Um, but but landed ourselves in Pompano Beach, Florida, uh, where all my family was from, and, and started off very, uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, around all my brothers. Uh, I, I'm the youngest. Out That's of eight. Miami right? Yeah. Uh, now, Pop- how far? It's, a, it's about probably about 30 minutes from okay. actual uh, Miami okay. Beach, you know, what I'm saying uh, right. uh, Really, so we north say Fort Pittsburgh, Lodge.
1: but we're north of, of Pittsburgh. Exactly. It's not the city
0: of Pittsburgh. We're 30 minutes. Correct. Yeah. Correct So so just on that borderline uh, in Broward County, Florida uh, Broward County stand up, but uh, the fact is is that um, you know, uh, the youngest out of eight brothers um, you know, and, and it was always a fight Eight at the table. T- Eight brothers. It was a fight at the table. It was <laughs> that last chicken wing, that last, that last. Um, uh, but but I think that's where a, a lot of what I've been able to do, whether it was in football, whether it was in coaching, wherever I am at that point in time, uh, they helped me so much uh, to become a man. Uh, but, but not only that, to be able to just be able to uh, be resilient uh, and, and be, be a fighter and everything that we've been able to do. So so growing up in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Broad County, um, yeah, you know, I, I started playing football at the age of, I want to say I, I, as soon as I could hold a chicken wing, I think I could hold a football uh, and because all my brothers played. Uh, you know, they were all athletes, my, my brothers, my dad, my mom, even she was a track star in high school at Fort Lauderdale High. Um, and so I think that kind of was able to propel me to just walk right into the door of it. Um, and so, uh, you know, I started off playing in high school. I wasn't. What wasn't did you always, play in high school? High school was everything. It was, uh, you know, down in. All different down positions. In, in Florida, it was never just, you know, football, basketball. Uh, you know, the sports kept on going all day long because we had to be uh, doing something. <laughs> so so I think that's kind of the bigger deal. Um, just, you know, football was something that I just kind of uh, uh, pinpointed, uh, you know, because, that was kind of the big deal down in Florida. No doubt. You know, you know, up That's how up Youngstown, in Ohio is. Yeah, you know, right. Young, Youngstown
1: yeah. is like you have to in boxing. Right, but but you got to play football almost. Oh, nice. know, I, I forced myself. <laughs> That's right. I, I didn't even have a football <laughs> body. I made myself. I, I'm like, oh, we got to play football. <laughs> Correct. Uh, so I get it. Yeah. What, what position did you play so, in high school? So
0: in high school, football. man, and in high school, I, I really just I was a receiver, safety. Uh, I was whatever they wanted me to play. Uh, D line. It was just about being relentless. Uh, just being able to do whatever the coach wanted me to do, and I think I was that type of player. And so uh, led off to to where my the end of my sophomore year, I started getting recruited a lot. Uh, you know, just uh, by by a lot of different smaller schools. And and then once you know, you know, my grades were always something that was very important to my mom and my dad. Uh, and and that was something that was always important to me because I always wanted to not just be an athlete. I wanted to be some, you know, somebody who was important in, in the community and I wanted to just use my my, my feet and my legs to get me there. Yeah, uh, because no because doubt. we didn't have we didn't have a lot of money to basically say, hey, here goes 40000 dollars to go to school. So that was Every kind of here. Th- You're right. Not 40. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's, 160. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. So I was just able to use that to kind of just uh, push me forward and, and, and be able to, you know, be seen, but 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 also understand these schools. I was I was actually uh, recruited by Stanford. Uh, that was one of my first scholarships uh, uh, un- until I took my SAT, my ACT. No, I'm just, like, <laughs> but, but, uh, but, I, but, but that was one of my offers. Uh, you know, at Stanford school. You know, so I took, Love I took the, a lot of pride in that, uh, yeah. and so, uh, yeah. And and from there it was just you know being able to. Get you know eleventh in, in in my senior year, uh, they kind of coaches kind of pushed me in the right direction of where they thought I would best play.
1: Uh, and how did and, how did you end uh, up at,
0: at Pitt? Oh man! Oh, the story is is that uh, Coach Dave Wans if you guys know he was a he was an actual head football coach in the NFL, a uh, big name you know on Fox Sports now. But he was uh, he was the head coach for the Miami Dolphins at that point in time. Uh, But at that point in time, he had, uh, you know, got let go. So uh, he was coming, uh, his alma mater back to Pittsburgh. Uh, I was actually committed to the University of Florida uh, where Ron, (laughs) see how this stuff plays out, right? Ron Zook ended up being the head coach. But before that, uh, Urban Meyer was the one who was coming in with Tim Tebow. We had no idea who Urban Meyer was and Tim Tebow. And I decommitted. All right. <laughs> right. From yeah. a From a two national championship team. Good uh, ass right. Some rings. Yeah. Good ass some rings. Right. But at the end of the day, Dave from Miami, I'm from Miami area. OK. And and he said, he you know, he came to my house and slapped his five his five championship rings on my mom's table and and, and basically said, hey, you want to go to the NFL? Well, let me show you how to do it. Uh, and that really just that really just uh, you know pushed me and and told me that hey you know I think this is the right guy and I ended up coming to Pittsburgh and the story. So let's that... stop
1: there for a minute. Mm-hmm. A couple of things that stick out to me about that is, you know, so much of of business yes. is recruiting.
0: Yes, <laughs> and
1: you know, I, I no matter what it is, I don't care what you're doing. The the people with the best players end up winning. Uh, you at least got to have capable yes. players. Yes, and so a lot of business and sports is attracting top talent. Mm-hmm. And so I th- it sounds like you bought into the individual and his vision and what he could do before you really bought into the university. And it was the same way for me. Mm-hmm. You know, for for my introduction into American income, mm-hmm. I bought Marcus Smith. Yes. I didn't buy American income. Yes. I bought Marcus Smith. Now yes. I was appreciative of, of what American income would do for me from that point forward mm-hmm. as a vehicle mm-hmm. but I bought into Marcus Smith mm-hmm. you bought into Dave Wanstat
0: yes I did uh,
1: what what things would you say coming transitioning into the University of Pittsburgh uh, did you learn from from Coach Wanstat mm-hmm.
0: right right okay so I think I think one of the biggest things is that we already hit on it it was a uh, it was about being a professional uh, and, and every day that he came in, uh, he wanted to make sure that we understood that this was a this was a business uh, trip. this was a business meeting. this was a business uh, activity uh, and, and I could remember uh, Friday nights uh, right before our meeting at the hotel uh, and and if you even looked like you had that inclination of, you know, the, the sl- not that we didn't have fun, but the slightest inclination that we was just here just to be here. Not focused. F- focused. Yeah. Uh, he hit the button real quick. Uh, and, and it was more like, this is a business trip. Uh, and, and so it, I brought that to make sure that every single day that I was on that facility, uh, every single day that I was on that field, this was a business transaction in order for me to make sure that I was producing, doing the things that he was asking us to do, but making sure that I caught his attention because he had his favorites, and his favorites were the Lashawn McCoy's who ran for two thousand yards, his Jonathan Baldwin's who caught for fifteen hundred yards. Great guy, by the way. <laughs> yes, so yes. In my interaction
1: so far with Jonathan Baldwin. Yes. <laughs> uh, good dude, also, man. Awesome. Good dude.
0: Well,
1: <laughs> well spoken. Oh, I had man. a chance to speak with him uh, this weekend at. at uh, the grand opening of a, a premier boxing in, in uh, I think it's outside of Aliquippa, where he right. went to school, high school, mm-hmm. and I uh, had the chance to hear him speak. Yeah. And, pro- you know, probably much like me, you know, yeah. I, I don't look, you know, I don't think I look the part, yeah. you know, sometimes <laughs> before I start talking. Right. You know, you, you see him and, and uh, you know, he's big and mm-hmm. he's an athlete. He's very well spoken, man, yes. and and, uh, and knew what he was talking about on, on habits of success and, and, yeah. and stuff like that.
0: So, yes, yes. Uh, But anyway. Yeah. Yep, uh, and and so the coach and, had his favorites. Yeah, they were the people that produced. That's it. That's it. And and he he wasn't shy about talking about it. Uh, mm-hmm. He wasn't shy about telling people uh, how how to get to that position. And and I think that really was a, a, a the grace of of him just making sure that people understood. Like uh, when I recruited you, uh, I told your parents uh, that I was going to be you know the best coach for you. Uh, and and, and the only way he could do that was being transparent. The uh, only way he could do that was not beating around the bush. Uh, and the only way he could do that was making sure that by the time you walked out of there, uh, that he, you had used every ounce of your potential in order to be successful, whether how, it was on the field or not. How would he do not. that?
1: How would he pull every ounce of your potential?
0: Well, 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 well I, the first thing I would actually say is, is that he, he, he wouldn't lie to you. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of times. Keeping it real and, with you. Yeah, I think a lot of times in business we have we sugar have coat. you know sugar coated and and pe- and people want to be coddled and 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 he he, he didn't do that. Uh, he knew exactly how to treat his players. Okay, but but he he didn't you know hold back from his players uh, and he treated them just as that. Uh, and, and and in order to go to the next level, in order to be the top lot with the with the best people, yeah. he was preparing us for that.
1: And and you know, just for people out there that are listening that are transitioning, yeah. a lot of people have, you know, played sports at least in the high school level. Right. And you know what I could tell you some just some small things coming out out of the top of my mind is is don't lose that what you learned in sports and not transition it into after sports because the life after sports, if you if you use what you learned in sports then you you should be able to be just fine. Like, for me, transitioning out of college, playing college football and going to school, you know, if you start adding up the hours, which I've never been to add up the hours. I don't know how many hours I work. I don't know how many. I just got to get the job done. I don't care how many hours I work. I care about what the result is. But what I know is it wasn't a 40-hour week. I wasn't able to do the things that other classmates were able to do with their summers and with their evenings and with their weekends. And I just was always busy. I was always doing stuff, whether it's in season or out of season, we were doing stuff for football. Coming out of there, I'm thinking people don't want to work weekends. People don't want to work nights. 70 hours a week. I was already working seventy hours a week for free. Right. I mean, they were paying for me to go to school, but I wasn't making no money. Right. And, and so if you can use that same mindset coming out of sports mm-hmm. as far as work ethic, mm-hmm. you know what that takes, I think. Mm-hmm. And then also being able to be coached. You know, I remember I mean you can't play a sport. I mean, I'm watching volleyball now, my daughter's playing. I've watched some soccer games. I've watched I mean, it ain't really a sport out there. Mm-hmm that you ain't going to have a coach saying, get your shit together. Right. You ain't running fast enough. You ain't playing hard enough. What are you doing? Right. And raising their voice and getting you excited. And 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 I watch high school kids take it. I watch grade school kids take it. College players take it. And then they get into the business and you can't – their feelings get hurt. The same ones that played sports. Right. And so I think it, they, they just you, – you can't turn it off the best – advice I can give you from transitioning as an athlete is keep being an athlete keep the keep the athletes mindset you've been able to do that you know a lot of people you know they come in and they're prima donnas you know and and you have been uh not only getting results not only super talented not only uh, uh able to bring energy you know I've been waiting for somebody to bring energy with me to people like that and elevate a locker room but uh, what's very rare is that you're able to take hard coaching. I don't ever have to worry about your feelings getting hurt, or I can't shoot you straight. If anything, right. you're like, "Come on, give it to me, give it to me." Right. And and I think if more people would be that way, more people would have the results like
0: you're like like you're getting. And I I think one of the biggest things that you know I've learned uh, from being an athlete and and being able to bring it across the bridge into business. Um, is they see a lot of the ah uh, or the rah, uh, they see a lot of the the people around you and wanting to be successful, but what they forgot was is, is that it was a process. And, and you know, I, I go back to, you know, when I first walked into college as a student athlete. I was a freshman. There were seniors, and, and there were juniors, and there were sophomores. And part of that was is that my mindset was saying, it's just time for me to pass them up but I know I have a process. I know I still gotta learn the plays in order to basically make the play. And I think coming into business, one of the biggest learn things the was- Learn the plays
1: before you can make the plays.
0: Learn the plays, yeah. you, but, but some people will quit before they even learn the plays. Yes. And I think that was one of the things that, you know, stuck with me when I first walked in that you told me was just last. Well, Well, brother, I just lasted in college. Well, well, well I, I just lasted out of college. I just lasted as a GA to become a, you know, at, at the University of Miami. Uh, uh, I lasted. And, and when I lasted, all I did was win. And, and so I think part of the process is, is, is just have the, have the notion, have the realization that, you, you know, if you're not a freshman that walks in the door like a LaShawn McCoy or a Jonathan Baldwin, where well, you can still be a Steve Dell. You can still win. You can still be an HB. You can still be a player who obviously in their last, how many players in the league, all right, played in their junior and senior year and are still in the NFL right now? Your, your your journey's just different than the one who just walked in the door. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing, but just worry about you learning your plays, you going through your process, and then you becoming successful in that, in, in that you know, that, that, doorway no doubt. Of, of trying to trying to figure out what's you the know best for you.
1: when I look at another analogy in sports you know if you if you don't start playing till you're a junior right you got a red shirt freshman year right you got a freshman year you right. got a sophomore year you went three years of putting in the work right without the reward right and so when you break on the scene and you're playing you're starting people are like man that's great he's a starter uh-huh. what you don't see is the sacrifices that took three years to get there that's right when you're working harder I mean, at least more humility. You know, I know as a senior, mm-hmm. uh, as a captain, as a 4th uh, four-year starter, right. by the time I was a senior, if there there was some times where if we were running down on special teams, coach wouldn't make me right. be the gunner. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't have to to be the, the, the person on punt return anymore, right. Right. you know, for, for certain things. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to pick up the yeah. straggling equipment. You know what yeah. I mean? But in the beginning – I was doing the weights, I'm doing the film, I'm learning the plays, I'm running Mm -hmm. and cleaning up the water bottles as a freshman, but I'm not nowhere near getting on the field that year. But if you quit during that process, you never see the field. And when you see the field, people forget the process. That's right. And I I think business is the exact same way. You know, people see, uh, you know, some of the fruit coming from your labor now. But what they don't see is the sacrifices that have happened up over the last 14 months. That's right. People see the fruits of, of some of my labor. I'm 14 years in the game. Yes. And you know how I work. Yes. I've been working like this for 14 yes. years. No? Yes. You yes. know what I mean? This, yes. is, this, is, a, this yes. is a grind that's yes. been happening. Yes. And so, so much of business in life, in work, in sports is... Grind your ass off right. with no upfront payback. Besides, right. you yourself knowing that you're growing, getting better, you're right. one step closer. But on the surface, nobody can see it. Right. And then all of a sudden, you get that reward yes. of maybe it's playing time, maybe it's a promotion, maybe yes. it's a maybe it's more more money. Whatever it is, you got to be able to put in that freshman year, yes. that red shirt freshman year, that sophomore year where not only you learn the plays Mm -hmm. but you got to be willing to practice those plays and maybe not get an upfront result immediately you know so many people i've watched come in the door with talent Mm -hmm. they can't make it through a redshirt year
0: instant gratification six months that's
1: right you know what i mean (laughs) you can't turn it around in a month yeah i'm transferring i'm going to this school so i can play right away you know (laughs) or or whatever it is so Mm -hmm. uh what other what other things have you would have helped you, you know, as a as an athlete, uh-huh. turning into uh, an entrepreneur yeah. in business. Yeah. Uh, w- what would you say has helped you in that transition? Because this is somebody that is, I mean, just from sales to leadership, you've 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 gotten an A yeah. at everything that you've done so Appreciate
0: far. It. So well, well here, here goes the bigger deal. Uh, you know, you say what has helped me in that part. Like it, when I was a, when I was an athlete, I was never bigger. Faster or stronger than everybody else But what I did use was this and what that basically meant was is that okay? There has been people before me who has done it better Who has done it faster and who are doing it now? So what I did was I just leaned on my leadership and my leadership basically every just you talking about the transition from coaching Transition for coaching means that when you walk in the door you got a position coach You got a D. You got a you got a you got a coordinator and then you got your head coach so, so how I looked at it when I walked in the door was, okay, so I, I got a position coach. So let me go to my position coach first. So that means that let me go to Tommy Vina or, 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 you know what, let me go to my James Keefers, my Jason Brattons, my, my, my Maddies, my Britons, okay? And let me lean on them, all right? And and, and, and and they all can they all can say that I called them 20 times a week when I first started. When I first started, Love I it. wanted to, uh, those were the people Love who it. I just jumped right on into. Love okay? It. Those were my position coaches. And then after that, I I, I went to my coordinators, my my my, uh, my Justin Adams, my my Tommy Venus, uh, you know the, the Maddies once again and and then I knew I always had a head coach that was had an open door a open door rule, an open door where I can come and speak to him. And I think I think the part that you know not everybody can be talked to, not everybody can be, you know, there's only so much time in a day. But find Find your position, coach, and, and and I think that you know everybody kind of sometimes want to do what they want to do. You know when it's hot, what you tell me all the time in hard times, people want to get, you know, into their their solidarity when when it should be reaching out to the people who who you need and is going to be able to help Who's you. So been there, so been there, and yeah. so that I think that right there was the biggest deal when I first walked So what walked you're talking about is
1: you're, you're asking for advice yeah. and coaching from people that are but taking where, coaching where you will be where you want to be accepting the coaching being coachable yes. being a student yes but you're not asking questions to people that you wouldn't want to even get advice from and this this is like in sports <laughs> I remember coming in and you know my my guy I was looking at w- who's still coaching professionally today his name was Rob Keith. Mm-hmm. he was the guy yeah defensive back captain loud he like us yeah, yeah and and I'm asking him questions. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to hang around him. Right. right. Screw the uh, the. the uh, I'm too proud, you right. know what I mean? Thing. Right. I was proud enough that before I started my career mm-hmm. at Mercyhurst University, I got in a blowout fist fight in the gym with a senior, <laughs> uh, playing basketball. Tried to, tried to, tried to. Looks like me. you. <laughs> it, 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 but, but, but at the same token, no pride comes into play. I gotta follow around the best players. I right. wanna learn from. Right. Uh, I wanna learn from somebody that has the spirit like you have. But I wasn't asking questions. I wasn't asking questions to nobody that was not playing or not starting or not make. It makes no sense to me, as a as a as a sophomore right. starter, right. why I would be asking questions or hanging around a bunch of cats that are not putting in the work, not learning the plays, mm-hmm. don't haven't even played. Mm-hmm. I should be asking questions to the seniors, the juniors, all conference guys. What are, they, what are those people doing? Right. In business, you just explain that's what you did. That's exactly in what sports, I did. In sports, this is what you need but, to
0: but, do. But the, the, the next part, that was A. Then yep. b was B was making sure that while I was actually getting all that information, that I wasn't just practicing in the class. That I was practicing after class. The best players don't practice no. during practice. No, they're, they're practicing after practice. Oh yeah, I was I was nonstop. People like the quotes.
1: They like the Ray Lewis quotes yeah. and the Jerry Rice quotes. And well, Come look on. up what Jerry was doing. You know what <laughs> exactly. I mean? Exactly. Look look look, yes. look look what look what uh, Ray Lewis was doing. Yes. Look what these people were doing mm-hmm. outside of. The hours of practice. That's right. And if you're only practicing during the hours of practice, it was
0: not, you're yeah. done.
1: You're done. You're done. You're done. That's just yeah. the rules of the NCAA. Yeah. That's yeah. just. This <laughs> is when you're nine to five. This yeah. is when you're supposed to be here. Th- that's it right. don't even count till everybody starts falling off. Right. What extra?
0: That's right. are, are like, you down to do? Th- that's right. Yeah. And and that's what that's what I was doing. I was taking those that that extra time. I was, uh, and, you, and you know, you could tell, you, you know, everybody would know from you is that uh, that's one of the things that I needed to learn how to do was just be able to use my time more effectively. Uh, and, and, and so I've learned to do that now, but before it was just trying to make sure that what I was getting from them, mm-hmm. I was able to do after and and, and gain those extra inches, mm-hmm. all right, and be the world-class thinker and, be, and try to make sure that I was doing all those things Outside of practice, but then the next part was is that you know, uh, I had a leader in, in James Kiefer who, who made me implement it mm-hmm. and made me do it. And and, and and that was one of the biggest things is that I wasn't scared to just jump off and, and, and just get out there. You know uh, some, sometimes people are uh, too held back because they don't feel like they're ready. Well you know, out here in our business, and what we do is you get ready right, when you are there. All right, when you are in the when you are out there, all right? That's the best way to be ready is being able to have a lot of reps. A lot of reps. Take that was reps. practice. Reps. Yep. Reps. Reps. Yep. All right? You would coach always said we was going to go from film to practice field and then from practice field we we're going to put in the game field. Well, how could you obviously, you know, you, you know, some 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 players are not, you know, just see, being able to see. They need to be able to do. And so one of the things that I was able to do is I was able to just get as many reps as I can until the fact was is that Oh, I feel good.
1: You've also, you know, I think some of the, what sticks out to me is you're a good teammate. Oh. You know, a lot lot of people are me and Maurice were talking about this on on uh, this past week on a podcast uh, about, you know, it's difficult at times coming up playing football because, you know, you love your brothers playing linebacker. <laughs> but but, you know, if they make some good plays. You got to fight that spirit of man. If he keeps making plays, I may not get on the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. But I don't really want to root for him to lose either. Yeah. But <laughs> I need, you know, I need an opportunity. Right. In in business, there is no mentality of scarcity. That, right. That no matter whose team. I feel like you've been a team player. I feel like you've been somebody that roots for other people. I feel like you're somebody that lifts up other people's yeah. spirit, coaches people that are not on your team, and, yeah. and uh, make the whole team better, not just your team, right. you know, better.
0: Well, well, that's part of the environment and the culture that we're in. I mean, I think it's all about being competitive, but at a certain point where we're not slitting each other's tires. <laughs> I, I think that uh, when we came in the door, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, uh, and, and this, is, uh, this is towards you is – uh, we, we you know, we're not scared to say we are the Alabama of American income, and, and every day we walk in this building, there's another person fighting to take your position. But at the end of the day, in order for us to be successful, we can't be at each other's throats. We can't be trying to withhold back information. Because uh, nobody, when I first walked in the door, nobody withheld information from me. Yeah. Uh, so why would I want to do that? And these people are successful, so if I'm trying to learn, okay, how to be successful, all right. And I see what they're doing is, is is being able to give off that information and and, and show me, uh, you know, what's the next step of how to be where they are. <laughs> well, I'm going to do it. I was just and this is exactly what I did in football. I was just dumb enough to do exactly what I was told to do. And so at this point, I'm just dumb enough to do exactly what it is in order to be successful. And I think I take that into all the things that I do on a daily basis.
1: No doubt. So, no doubt. Uh, where, where were some of the places that you were uh coaching
0: in oh, the past Oh man we talked about the, the process brother yeah. well look, well you know uh, in coaching I think that was what you know Everybody can say they saw me at Miami or saw me on the TV, you know, in, in different places. But there was the a I got picture
1: with, was it George yeah, Washington? Yeah. That's a funny that's picture. A, I that saved money that picture. so you know. <laughs> I got your big black buck with the picture of this old white man, George Washington, up there. I said, right. oh, that's a <laughs> saver. That's a, <saber>. that's a <laughs> funny one. Like, holding up the sign, I saw you. That's right. On the sidelines.
0: The, the, the biggest thing was is that <laughs> it was a process of I was at, I started off at um, uh, College of DuPage in uh naperville glen ellen uh chicago uh and and this was a this was an actual juco that didn't give out any scholarships you want to talk about recruiting you want to know how i started recruiting i started recruiting when all these other schools that we had in our conference had scholarships and i didn't Uh, so i had to learn how to be a recruiter without any of the tools that they had no leads (laughs) no leads right right and so and so this is what this is where you was talking about well uh, some of the tools that you needed in order to be successful well I already had him when I walked in the door. I, I figured I knew I, I had to make sure that people was going to believe in me instead of believing in what the, the College of DuPage, okay, yeah. and what we could do for them. And so then I went to uh, our, our head coach ended up getting a job uh, the head coach at Dodge City, Kansas, uh, which was which is an actual uh, historical school in Kansas. So you went uh, from
1: Chicago to, to Kansas. Kansas? Yes, I went okay. to
0: Chicago from Kansas to a uh, JUCO to another JUCO. Okay, uh, and and this. This school was pretty historical as far as, uh, you know, the JUCO rankings. Mm -hmm. Um, And and so I was there for about less than a year. And then I got the biggest phone call of my life, man. I had a a guy named Phil Sims who basically was the uh, recruiting guy, but also, uh, you know, uh, at FAU with uh, Carl Polini, a Youngstown guy. Uh, So Carl Polini and the boys, okay, uh, basically. um, Bo's brother. Yeah, Bo's brother. uh, They gave me a call. Uh, because I had I had brought in fifteen players uh, from South Florida, and we had won the national championship uh, from recruiting all Ooh. all fifteen of them went to a Division one school at the JUCO at the JUCO. Come on, uh, from Come bringing on. them from bringing right? them down with n- make you happy doing that. Come on, man, that was them? it like was this about business. them. It was about them. It right? was about them. But uh, it, it's so it's so you know, coach always used to say uh, when when the team wins a national championship, you got a whole bunch of All Americans. You don't have to worry about the individual. You don't have to worry about the individual uh, awards, okay? Because when the team wins the national championship,
1: a rising tide raises all ships. That's right. That's right. And
0: so as soon as that happened, everybody wanted to know, how did I do that? Yeah. What what was I doing? And uh, you know, Mr. Sims came in and brought me in from uh, uh, brought me from uh, College of DuPage and and brought me back home to Boca Raton, Florida, Florida Florida, Atlantic. Atlantic. Yeah, Uh, Florida Atlantic University, uh, where I was able to end up uh, having what it was the uh, called the on-field recruiting coordinator, uh, and then moving on to the next year, which was then ended up being with the Nichols and the the outside backers. Uh, A year and a half, almost two years later, uh, once again. Boom! We we had another uh, great recruiting class, but then also uh, my nickels and uh, and outside backers were doing pretty good, and uh, two of them, uh, one actually just got drafted right now. uh, This just this past draft class, and then another one, uh, you know, was drafted a year before that. But but the fact was is that Miami came calling. uh, They wanted you know I was was a hometown Florida dude. uh, I knew a lot of high school coaches. And then next thing you know, I was uh, their their recruiting coordinator uh, in two thousand fifteen and two thousand seventeen. Wow. Uh, so yeah. Come on. Yep.
1: So we went to uh, you know I guess we could transition into uh, how you and I met. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we could transition <laughs> into how you and I met. That's and right. So you know, uh, Steve and I met. I was uh, we were I was actually taking some uh, of our team. Uh huh. On a, you know, we do the incentives. That's right. We did a dinner at the top of Mount Washington overlooking the city, Mm -hmm. and I see uh, Jay Z and Beyonce were better. (laughs) It was Steve and Nicole at at the bar. Mm. And they look so sharp, (laughs) so classy, good looking, both of them. And, you know, so they, everybody, they stick out like two sore thumbs. Thank you. And so I'm, uh, you know, I'm looking at them and I'm thinking, well, you know, everybody, well, I wonder what they do. I mean, you stick out, the way you dress. And then I look, and you're jacked with a tattoo on your neck. So he you could be an attorney, but I don't think he's an attorney. So, you know, either way, I'm going to relate to him. Yeah. I, no matter what it was, right. I was going to relate. Correct. So I said, I'm going to go I'm going to go up there and introduce myself and and, uh, and, uh, and see what's going on. And, and you and I would hit it off. Yeah. We exchange information, yeah. and uh, maybe within a year, mm-hmm. um I get a phone call from you to meet up with you, and we were going to talk about maybe doing some things uh, for Rise. Yeah. Yeah. Which was this why I say I think it was God's plan. No doubt. if I wasn't there that night, you weren't there that night. If I didn't open up my mouth and, you know, and then, right. and, and then we meet and we start talking about rise and you guys know I'm always grind everybody. <laughs> yes. So rise and grind. And so rise was his nonprofit that he was passionate about and, and uh, to uh, help kids yeah. and help others just like me. That's right. And so we start talking about that and we end up getting into a conversation of, of, of doing business mm-hmm. uh, together. Mm-hmm. And so I start to. Be Dave wants <laughs> I, I start trying to uh, attract what I think is is uh, the version of of what you would say would be a McCoy. Yeah. I knew yeah. that 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 I was talking to somebody that could rush for yeah. two thousand yards. That's I knew right. I was talking to somebody that would be one of the best receivers in the game right. uh, at the time, and so. Uh, for me, I just you know my my approach and my perspective with with people like this over time has just been, this is why I believe so heavily in in, in your spirit being right. you know, mind, body spirit, because mm-hmm. it's never an attack for me of not being able to be patient because I just try to trust in what God has and let God lead that. And, and if I was supposed to be in your life for a different reason, I wanted him to allow to, to use me as a steward for that. If right. I was just supposed to be involved with Rise or whatever, then I'm okay with that. Cool. Uh, but I was hoping that he yeah. had something else planned. <laughs> right. and, and I think, and he did. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we start eventually talking business. We get together and in uh, and, and, and a short period of time, within a year of that conversation, uh, you move from Florida to Pittsburgh we get you rocking in, in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would say everything that I promised you, and I try not to promise uh, anything yeah. more than what I could deliver on. That's right. And uh, you know, so if I'm a head coach, I don't know if I would be saying, I'm gonna promise you, you're gonna start your first year, mm-hmm. but you have an opportunity to.
0: That's right. And
1: I'm gonna give you all the tools to, And your talent says that you should and you will. And yeah. I think that there's a very good chance that you'll start as a freshman. But I wasn't promising. A a ton. So I said, I promise, uh, what I think I can promise is you're going to make six figures your first year. Yes. And I think you'll do X, Y, Z your second year. Mm -hmm. And I think this has been a situation of under-promise, over-deliver. I think everything that was promised to you has been double or triple that, uh, you know, before we stepped on the jet last week, private plane, uh, I'm I'm saying, you know, if I would have told you day one, yeah, your tech's going to be X this week and we're going to be on a private jet. You would have thought I was full of, full of crap. No doubt. But, uh, uh, most of it is you, you know, you've been, a you've been, a. uh, Under promise, over deliver, or you've just delivered. uh, Period, and that's that's the majority of it. You know, the players make coaches look a whole lot better than they are, and and the best coaches just end up getting the best players. So if I could take any credit for anything, it would be to trust in God's plan and to see the gift that you had uh, and to bring that gift into the business. But from there, it was just hand the ball off and and, and yeah. keep watching you run and call the right place. You know? <laughs> and uh, so why don't you talk a little bit about how you transitioned into the business, what that's looked like for you in, in business, because your whole life was sports and coaching. Right. And so you come here and it really, it ends up being coaching and yeah, very similar, very similar. Uh, but for people that are transitioning into mm-hmm. our business or other businesses yeah. outside of sports,
0: yeah.
1: Um, what advice would you have on how to do that successfully? Uh, you, Cause you, you're you, crushing. I mean, I, I don't want to be, yeah. you know, I don't want to throw it out there in everybody's face, but I mean, if I told <laughs> he, he got a check on his on, on sweatshirt, okay? And that's his thing, dog dog check, but this yeah. is a, this is a real check. And uh, you know I'm not gonna, uh, we're not gonna go there. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. But, uh, I it's got you. It's been a I got it, you. it, it, You've you're doing very well for Thank yourself. Thank you. Uh, you. know the league minimum is is X in the NFL, and I think we could say you're yeah, you're there. Yeah. So, how can you transition uh, into business from somebody like that?
0: I thought you know what I thought was the other day, and I uh, you know coming from uh, athletic background, and you saying transitioning from uh, sports to business. Uh, one of my messages was the other day was is that uh, you know once you left that arena of of playing field, well, your life wasn't over. Uh, you know, a lot of times we get into a, a a position of depression. we get into a this is real. people you know die. postpartum they you die. Know, yeah, you talk about female. this is this is real for and you you know that. Post-sports uh, depression. Post-sports depression. And this is something that needs we need to, to be. You need to bring awareness to. Yes. For real. Yes. I've, I've
1: lost lives over this. Yes.
0: And, yeah. and and I posted something about it uh, two or three days ago before the draft because uh, I have a lot of those friends. Uh, I, I could say I was in that position for a second but had to pop out of it uh, real quick because I knew that uh, the next step was either wait four or five years or don't do anything in uh, and, and be in a position where I'm 35 or 30 years old and and haven't even started my life yet, and so I wanted to make sure that I I always used that brain that that you know I I knew that I had my good legs and my good arms and but but I wanted to make sure that I was in position to set myself up for life. So the transition for me was was the turnaround. All right, in sports it was like okay uh, if you threw an interception, all right, as a, as a as a as a quarterback you had to switch it right back off Especially and go right defense. back out there. you
1: better get out there. That's
0: right, yeah. that's right. And so my turnaround was just quicker than everybody else. And, and and if I could ever help and coach people, it was to the point where is that I needed to find you. I needed to find uh, something that was gonna be able to start my engine again. And, and, and I think I did that when, once I came out of football and then uh, the next thing that just happened was this us, the spark, the magic. You, you have to be able to find and, and, and kind of see what, what what may be next. And you may not know that, but but you have to go out and try to find it because uh, and, and, it's not just going to just come to you all the yeah. time. And so I was just ready to find what was going to be next and, and what was going to be able to propel me to the next place. And I think that's uh, that's one of the things that I was able that's to That's what we've with. tried
1: to create here. Yeah. We've tried to create a, a sports atmosphere. Right. For me, all I did was do sports my whole life, and, and, and my first job was with – this this company right. which has created multiple opportunities mm-hmm. so all i knew was that yeah. so i created that yeah. i created yeah. a sports environment mm-hmm. we got old older people we got younger people That's but right. a lot of them either have played sports mm-hmm. in the past currently playing or yeah. just got done playing, or they at least have the mentality of somebody that would have been good in sports yeah. if they didn't play. And we, it, we've, we've created that family locker room environment, right. the same feeling that you get, yeah. uh, you win or you lose, you right. keep score, you compete, you compete together, but then we go out and compete as a team. Once we've gotten That's done right. competing against yeah. each other, we go out and compete as, as a unit. Um, you know, I, I, I put Trestle on the spot, you mm-hmm. know, recently, uh, me and Coach Trestle. Uh, we're we're, we're going to do a consistent podcast coming mm-hmm. out uh, where I'm just basically opening up to the world what I've been getting. Right. And that's uh, wisdom and, and mentoring from from Coach Trestle for How years. Awesome and so he has a book <laughs> out called The Winner's Manual. It's yeah. a New York Times bestseller. Mm-hmm. Um, he has two books out. He let me have it that right. I didn't mention. That he had two books out. That's the, right. The legend. The first, the first book. Uh, the or the the winners manual we we call it the winners manual 2.0 mm-hmm. uh, is what it what it is it's right. going to come out consistently uh, with with coach Trestle yeah. uh, coach Trestle and I put him on the spot uh-huh. and I asked him you know after 10 years of coaching at the University of Ohio State mm-hmm. uh, or at the Ohio State University uh, the, the the he got fired mm-hmm. okay I, I think athletes know but. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people do, and there was a lot of controversy about yep. it, and I think more people were rooting for him than against him, and mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. Yeah. And uh, But he had a lot of success there, three national championships, uh, Big Ten titles, beating Michigan in, in bowl game after bowl game. And um, I asked him, how did you handle – uh, what happened right you know to you. Right. And so, you know, he didn't shy away from it. So I'm gonna throw you on the spot. That's right. You know, Come the on. people probably tracking the history to say, yeah. well what the hell happened? He was <laughs> in Miami next to you yeah. Uh that's right. You got fired. Yeah. Uh yeah. For, for an off the field yep. Uh, decision. Yep. Uh, it was not drug related. No. It was an <laughs> altercation.
0: Yes. He, he yes. got into
1: a physical altercation yep. uh, with somebody. Uh, nothing good happens after midnight. Nope. Uh, after midnight he ends up in uh, an argument mm-hmm. and alcohol yep. and boom and then next thing, uh, I think it was Coach Chris yep. sends you sends you packing. Yep. So yep. talk to me about the the transition, what you learned from that, yeah. what we can teach from that. Mm-hmm. And, but but from there,
0: mm-hmm. the quick. transition
1: was okay. We're gonna bounce back. We're gonna bounce back. That's now that right. was a passion. I'm watching the passion flow here. Yeah. But from a from a you know not not everything can be tied to salary or income. Yeah. There's more to life than that. Mm-hmm. But I, I know that you've more than replaced and, and yes. doubled and tripled yes. what what, yeah. what the income yeah. was going to be. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm seeing the same type of passion and yeah. love, you know, transition yeah. here. So you've gotten a lot of what you lost back. Yeah. Um, and, and, and even more. Yeah. Uh, so what what what, how did you handle that transition and, and what did you learn from that transition and, and, and kind of talk Man, about that? It,
0: it, it, it changed my life uh, from, from how hard I worked to get there to, you know, for in, how a many, moment. in a moment it being gone. Um, and I think that's one of the, the biggest things that we can teach uh, our young people who walk in the door uh, in our business with anything, with ethical behavior, uh, with, with, with anything that goes on in business, it could be taken away that quick. And, and so so one of the things that I learned um, is, is that, you know, uh, in businesses, there's a, there's a certain line in, in place that you can teeter with uh, a lot of different things. Uh, you know, whether it's uh, people that you work with, whether it's, you know, the after hours, uh, you know, all of those different types of things that could put you in a bad situation. Um, uh, I saw it happen. And I saw it happen right in front of me because uh, my dream at that point in time uh, was to always be in football. My dream at that point in time uh, was to be with the University of Miami, uh, a place that I grew up watching and coaching. And and then all of a sudden not being able to be be there no more. And so uh, that depression was set in (laughs) right after that. Uh, And and once again, like you said, uh, having to hear it on a wide scale. Uh, because this wasn't, you know, uh, College of DuPage anymore. This was the University of Miami. Everybody knows uh, when you're there, and and having to go through that process was was so uh, uh, it was it was. I felt like I had disappointed my family. I felt like I had disappointed myself. I felt like I had disappointed the university, um, and and I never wanted that feeling ever again. Uh, so so how did that help me when I walked here? Uh, Is because when I came into it, I understood that uh, this ain't about Steve Dell anymore. Uh, not only that, this wasn't even about uh, you know the business. this was about uh, my kids. this was about uh, my relationship with you. this was my uh, this was about you know my last name <laughs> uh, and so I took that into consideration uh, when I made my decision on what I wanted to do uh, and, and and like you said, uh, God has been great. Uh, I've been able to take that into you know even coaching my young men who are here today. The business that we are right now, there are a lot of young and people. and women, and women. You got some yes. killer oh women. Oh my gosh, some beasts. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, and and I can name them out, and, and they are awesome. But but here here goes the thing is, I would I'm able to use that and coach them now uh, on, on because remember you talk about having that type of money at a young age. Uh, just imagine a 20 year old walking out of here. With, with a 2000 or whatever the case may, ex-paycheck mm-hmm. every single week, because yep. it happens every single week, and, and and just being able to help them and guide them because of my story. Mm-hmm. Because of, you know, I was 20, I was- Back to tw- coaching, I, I college was twi- right. athletes again. I was 26 years old cur- coaching 21-year-olds. Yeah. Uh, and so And so it was very important for me to understand that, hey, you need to grow up quick, but you also need to make sure that, you know, the people who <laughs> are under you can see you doing the right thing all right and so and so right now that's what i what i'm going through you know i got a lot of young players and, and head honchos on my team uh who have a who have the elf alpha mentality whether yes. it's female or yeah. male uh but then being what well, they're being able to step back for a second and say hey look just like you told me uh you can't always control the alphas you just have to make sure that they they understand. You
1: Got to get permission. Got you to get earn, permission. Earn it. Yes. But but you know so I got two more things mm-hmm. I want to point out before we before we leave today. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing is I would talk about the amount of uh, humility you know it takes in the transition of something mm-hmm. to start over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not worried about the time at all. Yeah. I just want to let this flow. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the amount of humility that you had in the transition. Uh, you also came here with children. Yeah. Uh, you were 30 years old. Yes. Uh, starting. So, you know, people start at 20 with no kids. is different starting at 30 with with children. Yeah. And people make excuses. Yeah. I got kids. And, you know, I mean, you found a way to stay motivated because you have kids. Right. Uh, uh, instead of excuses, I'm yeah. in my 30s, you found a way to use it, you know, to, yeah. to an advantage. Uh, what things, you know, stick out to you? How were you able to do it? With kids transitioning in with with humility, and then I'll, I'll close yeah. on something else, some yeah. advice for yeah. some of the people.
0: Yeah, well, I think you you touched on it. You know, I I didn't think that uh, you know I thought I was behind. <laughs> I, I needed to make up ground. Like uh, this ain't this ain't enough time, right? Um, you know, but but more importantly, I got to take care of my family. I got to take care of my kids, and, and just being able to transition was is that is that you know part of part of the the thing that I have. Uh, that I, uh, that we're working on with me and my family is 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 you know uh, people that are not on your back but have your back, uh, and, and the person who is you know my significant other, my fiance, uh, has been able to to help me in that process. Uh, you know this isn't easy when you have three, four, you know, kids, and 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 you got a you got a fiance at home who takes care of all of that, and and so uh, she has been so supportive. Uh, she has kind of been. The person that holds it down uh, while I'm out, you know, coming from St. Louis for a whole week, uh, and then being able to come home and still she doesn't have a sick face on, and, and, you know, just like coaching. That's right. Yeah, You, might, that's you what, might
1: play, you might be coaching at Miami, and then you got to go play yeah. in the in a bowl game, or you got to go. Trans- that's right. Same thing. And, she, right? and, and, and guess but,
0: how she transitioned? She she do, she was doing that. She was already <laughs> used to it.
1: Yeah. The, the I could tell you, outside of what most people think. Mm-hmm. You know, of, of what a person would need to be successful here. I'm telling you, underestimated severely is the support system. Yes, um, It's very hard to do this deal when your spouse or significant other is hounding you and, right. and on your back because right. it's already
0: a tough it's, game. It's, it's already taxing. just
1: like coaching sports. Right. That, that ain't an easy game, breaking down film. I, I mean, people think they want to, everybody think they want to be a coach, okay? Right. <laughs> well, you go ahead and work for free for a year as yes. a GA, then you go move to Kansas and work for $25,000 a year and live in a dorm and go over here and then finally you can start making a little bit of right. money. It's the same in business. Yep. You, you have to be able to put in, you're never, you always got to put in the work up front, then you get paid. That's you put right. in the work up front, That's you get right. paid a little bit later. And the support that you've had and the support that I could see from the people at the top, Mm -hmm. they all have somebody that's supporting them Mm -hmm. uh, behind behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, I I learned this from a a coach. I'm going to ask for his permission to to say who it was, (laughs) but a very, very good coach Mm -hmm. uh, out there. Uh, told me, you know, when, when I talk about the, you know, as a coach, you win a game on Saturday, you already got to break down the film on Sunday. That's you right. guys got to already be That's practicing right. and ready. And then yep. after, if you make it far and you're in a bowl game, you're already behind the recruiting because yep. recruiting already started. Yep. Already. So as soon as that game's over, ball, you know, boom, <laughs> confetti comes out, trophy, thank you. I got to make some calls. <laughs> I got to get the recruiting going. That's right. And, and so it's a grind. Yes. It's, it's a grind. Yes. And so I talked to this coach. I said, "About man, you're working on Saturday. You're coaching football. Mm-hmm. You got a break. You got a meeting the next day. You know, whatever. How, how, how do you handle that with the coaches?" And he gave me a couple tips that I've used here, mm-hmm. uh, from from giving some, some some breaks to people and mm-hmm. how to how to go about it at times. But here's the thing that sticks out to me, as he said, "You know, I tell you, I've told a guy before, either you got the wrong job, or you got the wrong wife." Yep. And I'm not gonna tell you which one it is. Right. It, it may be you have the wrong job. Yes. You may have the right wife. Yeah. It's the right person for you. And, right. and, and, but this job as a coach, yes. this is what it entails. Right. Even if I love you, right. this is what it entails as a head coach or a defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. This is the hour, this is what it takes to serve these kids. Mm-hmm. And you may have the wrong job, That's okay? Right. So, you either got the, if it's an issue, you either got the wrong job or you got the wrong wife. But what I've seen, been thankful for is the people that, that we have at the, at the, that have made it, that have climbed the mountain, they got the right job and they got the right wife. And they right. got the right husband because I got some female bosses. That's now. right. You That's know, Nat right. D, I think Come of. On. I mean, she's 24 7. My man, Aaron Price. Come on. Pit Grant. Yes. She got the right husband. That's right, one. She couldn't function the way Come she functions. Yep. And let me, be as needy as I am yes. if her husband wasn't so right. supportive. Yep. so back and forth on that. Why don't we close on this? Mm-hmm. Why don't you give some tips to some people out there? And let's cross the playing field and outside yeah. the playing field. Let's say there's some athletes listening, yep. and let's say there's some some people in business listen. Right. Uh, what advice would you give to somebody that's that's starting out in business or yeah. starting out as as a, a playing a, a sport? What three to five things can they do that would cross over,
0: cross over. That, that, gotcha. would,
1: that would mirror, that would probably put them in a position to achieve greatness? What are what three to five things they got to do?
0: Well, well, number one is, uh, you know, everybody who walks in the door, I, I, I tell them that, you know, it's, it's about having that mindset of, of not giving yourself an option B or C. Uh, when I first came into American Income, uh, uh, Aries agencies, I didn't have a, a option B and C, and and, and I didn't I no didn't plan have B. I didn't have the the opportunity of thinking that if this didn't work out, uh, where would I be next? This had to work out, uh, and I think that was one of the biggest things. So, if number one, if I'm going into something, it's because <laughs> this is all I got, and I'm gonna give it all I got before they take me out of it. All right, uh, so I think that's number one. Number two. Uh, is is leaning leaning on the people who've been successful. Uh, be be don't be shy. Don't be thinking that you're bothering people. Don't find out who are the ones that have done it and done it the best, and go after them. Uh, and, and I think I could I could I could raise my hand and I could say uh, thank you to a lot of those people who uh, we work with today because uh, they 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 open their call lines up to me at eleven o'clock at night. Uh, and, and so you'll find those good people. You'll find the people who want to help you. Uh, And you need to attack it. But understand that after you get that information, (laughs) you need to implement. You need to do what you need to do. You need to find not find excuses because they didn't find one to help you. Uh, And and so that's the transition. And then the next thing is, is that uh, the process. Uh, there is a process. Whether you are the starter, I've seen even the best. And the reason why the best stayed the best is because they had to go through a process. And part of, and, I, and, I, and I could talk about this because uh, I just seen one of my guys, my, my dudes, LaShawn McCoy. Uh, you know, he, he, he got hurt before he ended up coming to pit. That's why he came. He had a million different offers. All right. Uh, and he, he got hurt and he ended up coming to pit and, and then boom, gone. But we didn't know what his process was, all right? So don't always think because you didn't see the process that there was not a process. Uh, There was one. Uh, and, And I think that my process was what we talked about here was going to the University of Miami, being fired by the University of Miami. Well, I promise you this, I won't let another thing like that, okay, hurt my opportunity for my family, my kids, and then my success. Uh, And so, every day I walk in this business is because I know that this is for us. This is to make sure that we are successful down the road, and I'm not going to put anything in front of it that's not going to be able to help us in order to get to where we need to go at. Uh, And then, last but not least, um, when you go into a business, when you transition, just like when you went from sports to business, well, you better believe in the personal leadership that you have, Uh, because uh, at the end of the day, uh, I'm here because of Simon Aries. Uh, and and my guys, some some of my guys, they're here because of me. Uh, and, and if you can't believe in the leadership or the people can't believe in you, then they will never believe in the vision. Uh, and the vision for what we want to do here no at, doubt. At, at Aries Agency is 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 by far. Uh, uh, unbelievable and where we're going and I just want to say thank you thank uh, for you. having having me on here but also thank you for the opportunity for being with Aries Agency so I could talk about Thank you for chat. being,
1: uh, being, <laughs> being a, a part of the process and, and uh, one of the MVPs for us uh, winning everything yeah. uh, right now and it's uh, ironic it's the you know your first full year man yeah. um, and you have a lot to do with it. Uh, two things in closing mm-hmm. you know that, that I'll say um, one uh, is follow uh Steve Dell uh, on on uh, social media on yeah. Facebook on uh, Instagram.
0: Steve Dell rise Factory Steve Dell underscore rise underscore factory let's go uh,
1: and uh because he'll motivate you you'll you'll see his <laughs> grind you'll see his hustle you'll see what he's doing uh, with people for people uh, and then the last thing is you see I'm not I'm not even uh, wearing the grind today I'm wearing uh, inspiring minds Come on. and this was what I always wanted to do is is to go back and be able to help others with my gifts and talents that God gave me Mm -hmm. and so don't forget to go back and give Uh, you know I know one of your passions is rise Uh, a a nonprofit I plan on helping you uh, with that every step of the way Um, but what you see here is not only somebody or two people that are talking about money and all this other stuff man this dude goes out of his way to help people uh, one of the first ones to always back me and support me uh, on on helping the youth and, yeah. and helping others, no and, and uh, that's what it's all about, man. Right. So uh, keep grinding, keep rising. Let's Every go. time you get knocked down, rising, grind. It. Let's go. Let's uh, let's make it happen. <laughs> Thanks for coming. My man.
0: Count money, man. Money Stack man. riches. riches. Try told try and told him I'm a beast, bud.